Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales a kid's podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Grownups, if you would like to hear your child's name at the top of our next tale, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Miss Monique's Toy Boutique. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. 
Though, well, maybe the word friend is a stretch. You see, I've never actually met her. Very few people in freshwater have. She only appears when it is absolutely necessary. And I imagine it must have been absolutely necessary on the day she met my sister, Mary. It was about 20 years ago, on a day like today. Fall was turning to winter, and the holidays were just around the corner. Many people in Freshwater began to shop for and make presents for their loved ones, and my family was no exception. We have a special way of giving presents that we partake in every year. It's called Kris Kringle. Have you heard of it before? Some people call it Secret Santa. The premise is that everyone puts their name in a hat, and then everyone takes a different name out. Whoever you pick out of the hat is the person you have to get a present for. But it's a secret, so you cannot tell anyone who you got. I don't remember who I had that year, but my sister Mary picked our littlest sister, Claire's name. Mary was always an exceptional gift giver. She kept a list of ideas throughout the year for each person just in case she got them for Kris Kringle. She opened her notebook and looked at her list. Next to Claire's name was... A new baseball bat. Our little sister Claire absolutely loved playing baseball. She was a shortstop on Freshwater's youth baseball team, the Freshwater Fish Sticks. And her favorite item in the whole wide world was her baseball. Our grandfather, or Poppy as we like to call him, had given it to her the year before as a birthday present. He had it ever since he was little. He caught a home run at Ebbets Field where the Brooklyn Dodgers used to play. He got the entire team to sign it. Claire adored that baseball. It was a prized possession. She would play catch with it every Sunday before dinner with anyone who agreed to play with her. But her bat was nothing special. It was really the wrong size for her, and Mary noted that Claire could really use an upgrade. So Mary went to her piggy bank, poured out all of the coins inside, and carefully added them all up. $1.84, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85, $1.85,
and purchased the dress herself. How could I forget I did that? Mary thought aloud. This was bad. Mary knew she couldn't get Claire that baseball bat, but she couldn't not get her anything. How awful it would be if everyone else was opening up their Kris Kringle presents and Claire had nothing to open. Mary had to try and find something. So she put on her boots and jacket, grabbed her backpack, placed the $1.87 in her pocket, grabbed Sammy Doll to accompany her, and headed into town. Mary must have went in every single shop, but she came up short. Claire was picky about what she liked, and everything within Mary's budget just didn't cut it. She gave up and started her walk through the woods home. She kicked the rocks and pine cones along the footpath with her head down in shame. She wasn't looking at where she was going, and that's when she walked straight into something solid and fell backward right onto her butt. Ouch! She cried out. What was that? She looked up and saw... A window? It was an old-looking window with green chipped paint along the sides. It had four separate panes that were each frosted over. When Mary got up to touch the window, the glass was cold as ice. She looked around it and realized the window wasn't attached to anything. It was floating, like magic. Mary carefully wiped the frost off of one of the window panes and peered through it. She squinted her eyes and saw an entire shop. A toy shop? She cried out. But how could that be? Mary lived in Freshwater her entire life. She had never seen this shop before. She looked closer, and right front and center, on top of a wooden counter, was a shiny new baseball bat. Just the sort of bat Mary had in mind for Claire. It's perfect, Mary thought. But there's no way I could pay for it. Plus, this place can't be real. I must be hallucinating from hitting my head on that window. Mary stepped back from the window, and as she did, bricks started flying past her. One just missed her nose. They surrounded the floating window. Then... The ground shook underneath her. Oh my goodness! She leapt away. Out from the earth, an old wooden door arose and stood up neatly next to the window. An entire roof flew down from the sky. Then a wooden plank swooped down from the tree branches and passed Mary's face, spinning her around and around several times before landing atop the bricks. Then... She felt something in her jacket pocket, wiggling. She went to put her hand inside, but before she even could, a paintbrush popped out. It rose up to the wooden plank and wrote out the words, Miss Monique's Toy Boutique. The paintbrush dropped to the ground, and then everything was still. Mary looked around. It was an entire shop that just built itself right before her eyes. That's when she heard humming coming from inside. 
there was a whole person in there too? But where did she even come from? Mary approached the old wooden door and opened it. She couldn't see anyone. Oh, hello. A woman popped out from behind the counter. Welcome to Miss Monique's toy boutique. I am Miss Monique. Is there something unique that you seek? Miss Monique was a small woman wearing plaid yellow and green socks with bright pink high heels, a tufted out purple skirt and blouse, and a silken polka dot vest. She had on so many pearl necklaces they seemed to weigh her down as she moved about the store. Her cat eyeglasses had sparkles on the sides. Mary had never met Miss Monique before. She was certain if she had, she would have never forgotten her. Um, hi. Uh, my name is Mary, and, um, I saw that baseball bat in your window. It's the perfect gift for my sister, but I'm afraid all I have is $1.87. Oh, my dear, my dear. Your money is no good here. Yeah. I knew that wouldn't be enough. Thanks anyway. Mary went to leave with her head down in disappointment. Yet again. Mary, dear, you misunderstand. Your wish is really my command. You can't give me cash. No, you cannot pay. This boutique doesn't work that way. If you'd like something here, we will do a trade. If you give me your doll, you can have anything displayed. But this warning you should heed. Sometimes wants are not what one needs. Is giving about giving all that you've got? Perhaps it is. Perhaps it's not. Now back to that bat. It's very unique. Whoever owns it is sure to have a winning streak. They'll never strike out. They'll hit balls out of the park. Now what say you, dear? It's starting to get dark. Oh, I don't know. Mary said back to Miss Monique. She would never even think of giving up Sammy Doll. She loved her so much. But she loved Claire more, and it was vital that she get her that bat. Mary held her breath, closed her eyes, gave Sammy Doll one last hug, and handed her over. When she opened her eyes, Sammy Doll was gone. But the shop was gone, too. And so was Miss Monique. The only thing left was the baseball bat. It was in her hand, wrapped in gold wrapping paper with snowflakes that actually moved like they were falling. Isn't that odd? Mary thought aloud. She was starting to have regrets, and she missed Sammy Doll desperately. But there was nothing to be done. The shop was gone, and Sammy Doll was gone too. With tears in her eyes, she stuck the baseball bat in her backpack and made her way home. When Mary finally got home, she saw Claire sitting on the front stoop. 
It was Sunday, right before dinner. Claire always played catch with someone in the front yard. Yet another odd thing happening that day. As she got closer to Claire, she noticed she was looking a little sad. Mary asked her how she was doing. Oh, I'm just fine, Claire said. Nothing to worry about, Mary. Why aren't you playing catch? I'll play with you if you need someone to play with. Oh, I just don't feel like it is all. Well, okay. Mary went to head inside when Claire suddenly stopped her. Hey, what's that sticking out of your backpack? Oh, uh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. No, that paper around it. It's gold, and the snowflakes on it are moving. Yeah, the wrapping paper is kind of magic, I guess. Yeah, I know. I know because I have the same wrapping paper under my bed right now. You went to Miss Monique's toy boutique, too? (gasps) How did you know? The wrapping paper, silly. Oh, right. Well, what did you trade in? Well, I... I traded in my baseball. The special Brooklyn Dodgers baseball from... from Poppy? Yeah. What did you trade in? Oh, no. Sammy doll. Sammy doll? Oh, no! Yeah, it's bad. Well, yeah, but not just that. I I know I'm not supposed to tell you, but... I had you for Kris Kringle, and... I, I got you something specifically for Sammy doll. Here. Claire ran back into the house and brought the gift out. Here, open it. It was a desk made of mahogany wood with twirly wrought iron along the sides. The absolute perfect size for Sammy doll. Oh no. And then Mary had Claire open her present, even if it wasn't quite the holiday yet. A baseball bat. But Claire had no baseball to play with. We have to find Miss Monique and get our ball and doll back. Even though it was dark, the girls ran back to the woods to find Miss Monique. They weren't sure where her or her shop went to, but they were certainly going to try and find out. They ran as fast as they could. When wouldn't you know it? They both hit a floating glass window and landed right on their butts. Ouch! They both cried out. When they were a little less dizzy, they got up and approached the floating window. They both wiped the frost off like they had before. Inside their individual panes, Claire saw her baseball and Mary saw Sammy doll sitting there waiting for the next child that they'd be passed on to. They stepped back, hoping the shop would come to life again, but nothing. They tried to walk through where the door would be, but that didn't work either. It was hopeless. They turned back around, their heads down in shame. They would never see Sammy Doll and that Dodgers baseball again. But then, Miss Monique appeared out of thin air, holding their most prized possessions. I'm so glad you're back. I was waiting for you. 
And this ball and this doll were waiting patiently, too. My dears, giving gifts is important, but it's not worth all you've got. Spend what you can afford. Make something. Put in some thought. Now here, take them back quickly before I change my mind. Remember your gift is your love. Be patient. Be kind. The girls grabbed back their toys and Miss Monique disappeared as quickly as she came. I've still never met Miss Monique, but Mary and Claire have always been very grateful for her. And that makes me grateful for her too. That was Miss Monique's Toy Boutique. Written, performed, and executive produced by Rebecca Cunningham. Produced by Megan Begala. Line produced by Harry Poster. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcasts. Grown-ups, if you would like extra stories for your tailblazers to listen to, like the original Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, performed by me... Well, there's only one place to get it. Head to patreon.com slash girltales and join Team Dorothy or above. And grown-ups, you can also find Girl Tales and Cordelia Studios on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. If you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Vienna Princess.